sponsored by Amazon. Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Wednesday, September 6th. I'm going to get to what's driving the day in just a second. But first, let's play a little game. Our colleagues over at Political Magazine got their hands on the Spotify playlists of some of the 2024 presidential candidates. Now, can you guess the candidate from these three songs? The winner will get nothing. We don't give gifts out here. That's not what Playbook's about. So the first song... Dancing Queen by ABBA, obviously. Cruel Summer by Bananarama. And Pour Some Sugar On Me by Def Leppard. To find out who the candidate is, you got to read the story. And honestly, I've seen the playlist. Some of these folks, they trying to prove something. Go take a look. And what's driving the day today, we have an exclusive look at the top of Playbook at the state of play deck from the last campaign manager to reelect a Democratic presidential incumbent, Jim Messina. You know the man. Basically, it is how Jim views how Biden is going to win. And he's kind of trying to calm down a lot of Democrats and their hand wringing. He calls it, he calls it bedwetting. Um, you have to read Playbook to see why. Um, but essentially lays out the path to victory for Biden and And also something really interesting that we talked about was the third party threat and whether people are taking it seriously enough. So you're going to want to read Playbook to see that. And the Senate is back finally. And Mitch McConnell is trying to put as much distance as he possibly can between his freezing incidents that we've seen and his ability to lead Senate Republicans. And joining me to discuss that is our brand new political Congress supporter, Ursula Pirano, who has been chasing this story with our colleague, Burgess Everett. Ursula, good morning. First day on the Senate beat at Politico, and what a day to come back. We're happy to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. We've seen what's happened over and over, twice now, um, with these freezes. We know that there's kind of concern and unrest on the Republican Senate side. But lawmakers in the Senate aren't coming out right and saying, we're going to form this special conference. But that is what's kind of hanging over his head. Talk to me about what you're hearing. First of all, explain to people what the hell a special conference is. And then talk to me about kind of what you're hearing on that front. Yeah, so a special conference is this logistical mumbo jumbo that senators can do where five members could call for leadership to be reconsidered and for McConnell's leadership to again be put to a vote, which of course he does not want. He won his leadership election by a significant margin, but he does have antagonists within the conference. So what we're hearing is McConnell is definitely working to try and squash these concerns about his health. He gave a normal floor speech. He released additional information from healthcare providers uh, saying that it does not appear to be any sort of stroke that happened or anything similar that it is ongoing symptoms from his earlier concussion. But there are folks within the Republican conference in the Senate that still have questions. Senator Rand Paul insisted he doesn't think it's the full story that McConnell uh, may have had some sort of neurological event happen. Uh, Senator Josh Hawley, another common person to speak out against McConnell, who was openly against him in the last leadership contest, said that he has serious concerns about it. 
But the question is whether that special conference could actually come to actually come to fruition. And if there would be the necessary support at all to fully flip the leadership ramifications, you know, when I spoke to Holly, he basically said, people know where he's at and people can kind of pick out who the not supporting McConnell group of Senate Republicans would be. But it's on the broader conference to flip support if anything's actually going to happen. Ursula, it feels like there's not a worse time for this to be happening, not just him having these episodes, but also facing this possibility of maybe people doubting his leadership, at the very least, unrest. There's a lot happening in the Senate soon, most of all, um, this funding fight. So I guess, how does what's happening with McConnell impact those negotiations that are going to be coming soon and people's faith that he's going to be able to help to get this across the finish line? Yeah, that's a huge factor here. The Senate and the House and the sake of the government needs McConnell right now. They really need McConnell to be able to lead his conference to potentially get any sort of government funding through, whether that's a continuing resolution, a stopgap, or whether it's getting a full package through the Senate and the House. And on top of that, there are very crucial elections for Senate Republicans in 2024. They have basically all offensive opportunities. And Senate recruitment in some states is still happening, uh, trying to pick out exactly who they want running and supporting those candidates through primaries as Senate leadership does seem to be more interested in picking out the candidates that they think can win general elections this time around. So McConnell's leadership there is really essential as we go into these fights this year and especially this next month over government funding and his capacity to stand up and to sort of be a figure of strength is going to be really important there uh, for the broader conference. If you had to pick five senators that we should be watching who are part of that anti-McConnell crowd or a teetering, who should people be watching out for? I think there are some regular uh, sort of detractors, the the Ted Cruz, Rand Paul of the world, Josh Hawley, um, you know, I would throw some of the other conservatives like Ron Johnson or Mike Lee in there as people who do stand on the more conservative side of the conference and may have more to say about this. Um, but right now we're definitely just starting to hear about it. And it'll yeah, be interesting yeah. to see as we see more of McConnell over the next few weeks, whether any concerns are uh bigger or smaller or what really happens there. Yeah. Well, Ursa, thank you so much for coming on. You have a lot to find out. So keep keep working and, and welcome back to Politico. Yeah. Thank you so much. And for your schedule today, the Senate is in, the House, slackers, they're out. And over in White House land, Vice President Kamala Harris is in Jakarta, where she's had a meeting with the Indonesian president and is delivering opening remarks at the U.S. Asian Summit. I'm Eugene Daniels. Thanks for listening. All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why Amazon offers a range of free training programs from machine learning to UX design developed to help employees move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com.